Robert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the Houston Dynapod Podcast. I'm your host, Finister. This is our inaugural episode, so you guys are bearing with me as we pop our collective cherry. Interesting last year for the Dynamo, we did not do well. Tab Ramos came in. We looked great after COVID. After the COVID break, we all saw what happened. We finished last in the league. We sold Minotis. We sold Elise. And the collective social media world was not happy considering what we got in return, which was not what we thought they were worth. I didn't see any real replacements that we have, and it looks like in order to change that, Ramos is signing a bunch of wingers. Uh, first one is Fafa Picall. Uh, Picall, maybe. It's from FC Dallas. Glad they lose a player. Obviously, we don't like Dallas. Joe Corona, which is a very tough name to have right now in the United States of America. He was signed in the re-entry draft after he did not sign with the new expansion club in Austin, Austin FC. Joe Corona is coming to Houston. He's a beautiful soccer player. He's a magnificent midfielder. You're going to love him. He's be very impressed, very impressed. Uh, it's fascinating that he didn't sign with Austin FC. The last one to mention is Bahamic, Mateo Bahamic, who's been loaned back to Argentina. We know he's a winger, and it also appears that we're going to be solid up front, kind of, right? Nobody's quite sure, all things considered. Um, we had a lot of people said last year we were going to be bad. I was one of the few that said I thought we would be better than we were. And I was wrong, which just goes to show you that this is not the place to come if you're looking for tactical insight, all right? Christian Ramirez is up front. Uh, we know he's, he's not the kind of player you're going to build a team around, but he is a dependable, reliable forward. He's not going to set the world on fire with goals, but he is going to do what needs to be done, and he can play a, a target man. He can distribute the ball a little bit. He's no Minotis. He's definitely not an Elise. We lose our top goal scorers, and we turn to a 30-year-old midfielder in Corona. 29-year-old winger in Pakal, and the young Mateo Bahamich to try and make up the ground. It's going to be an interesting season. Can't be any fucking worse than last season. Last season was brutal, and thankfully, the only thing we can be thankful for with COVID is that we didn't have to go watch it in person 18 times. We went to one match, uh, we won, and uh, that seems to be the pattern, even though I'm a season ticket holder, we win or draw. But on the road, we are absolute dog shit. There's no other way to put it. We're horrible on the road. And it's been that way for a long time. Um, not forever, but lately, since we've lacked depth and since, uh, since I've been watching the club, which is quite a few years. Uh, mainly new ownership, you know. Speaking of new ownership... Uh, the irony in Deshaun Watson modeling our new jerseys and then getting traded 
James Harden, bless his heart, uh, buys into the ownership and then demands a trade to Brooklyn after spending his COVID nights in the strip club here in Houston. Not sure which one, but I'm sure he had many more dollar bills than I have. I usually throw nickels and pennies. Maybe the Dynamo's record scared them, but uh, maybe maybe they didn't want it. Maybe they wanted out of Houston. It's uh, interesting to see. Uh, plenty of rumors the Dynamo will be sold. That Brenner's looking to cash in. I, I hope that if this happens, that if we do get sold, we get sold to someone with a lot of money, a lot of money, a Saudi prince, you know, twenty-third in the inheritance line, dumping that oil money into Houston, or maybe a. Uh, an Iraqi oligarch, somebody who wants to win and has money to burn. One of these, you know, Middle Eastern playboys who has, they have 300-foot yachts, uh, beautiful women on their arms, and nowhere to spend their money. Come spend it here. Come dump it into the Dynamo. Bring us some, uh, some retiring European players, which everybody calls out for quite a bit. You know, we seem to be the goodwill shoppers of MLS. If you go through our signings, you know, Joe Corona was basically a free transfer. He signed in the re-entry draft after he doesn't sign with Austin. I think Austin's going to be a great place to play. I really do. I think the, the city and the atmosphere and the base of people, that those are the type of people, you know, that will dig soccer. They got long beards. They like vinyl and craft beer. What, 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 what else fits the description of an American soccer fanatic? Um, what do we have in Houston? Galveston? With our chocolate water? That has flesh-eating bacteria? And high levels of fecal matter? I thought, uh, I thought him going to Austin was very interesting. But I, I do think Austin's going to be a great place to play. I also like their logo. Logo is tight, son! Uh, Corona has a two-year contract and a club option for a third year. So he's potentially here till 2023 which puts him at 33 years old when, if he leaves. Uh, he's a former men's, names, men's team player, and, uh, you know, they have him valued pretty high. But 33 years old is not old in Houston. Boniac, Beasley, Figueroa, uh, quite a bit, quite a few. We don't mind him getting old here. We're like the Flor Fort Lauderdale of uh, MLS, apparently. We got a group of young players, Maha, uh, Memo, Bahamich, Lundquist, relatively young, Lasseter's young, Funmayor is young, Sam Junqua, who made the move from uh, the back line to the midfield. I thought he was terrible on defense. Again, I'm not a tactical analyst, but he never impressed me back there. When they moved him to the right midfielder, he, he looked he looked good. I was. I was impressed with the quick transition, considering it took a year. Uh, we don't know what Lasseter can do. We know Darwin's our best player. Marco Marich, who gets a bad rap from the, the Houstonians, uh, Houston, Houston fans, I like him. I think he's good for his age. Do not get me wrong. He's not even near his prime as far as goalkeepers go. You look over to Europe, and the best goalkeepers, the best ones, the Hayes, the Lorises, they're in their 30s. Okay. Goalkeepers are like center backs. They get better when they're older. Marcelo Palomino, little horse. Where was he? Why did we not see him? I came to uh, Fan Day at BBVA, and God, that kid has 
the calves of a Greek god. Do you see them? Jesus. The most beautiful calves I've ever seen on another human being, male or female. You know, he goes to Europe, he comes back to the States. He's very young. Uh, we, had no, we could have played him at the end of last year. A couple of matches left, and then he doesn't appear. But, you know, I'm not at all questioning Tab Ramos. I don't coach soccer, football. I don't know that much about the game. I'm not a professional. So if you came here, like I said, for tactical analysis, you are in the wrong place. I also hope that you don't get easily offended because we talk a lot of shit on this one. Can't tell you about, you know, who's supposed to overlap when the proper time for a through ball is. Uh, I can tell you what offsides means, and I, I can tell you why there's a corner kick. But our young guys, like McHugh, uh, you know, it's, it's weird. We have a lot of unproven young guys and then a lot of old guys that appear that uh, nobody else wanted. I don't know if the goal is to bring in veteran leadership to groom these young guys or what, but I do know it's an odd combination because we don't have any of those middle-of-the-road players in their mid to late 20s that are at their peak. We don't have any. Who do we have that's like that? You know, I was a Tomas Martinez fan. After last season, he disappeared. Um, I think I think with time Tab will be successful I do trust him I trust his process he inherited a, sp a squad from Wilmer Cabrera and Cabrera played a different type of football than Tab Cabrera was more successful with his players because they fit his mold Tab got one off season $16 and a six pack of coke as his transfer budget uh, Coca-Cola not cocaine if we'd had a six-pack of cocaine, we'd have a couple more players that were, you know, in better form. That brings me on to a new set of news I just saw, which breaks my heart, is that Kiki Struna has been approached by clubs in Italy, supposedly. Um, it would be a permanent move. It would not be a loan. He's 30 years old. I like Kiki Struna. I love his tattoos, his sexy, shiny, bald head. Uh... I thought when he came here the first year, he was, he was lights out. He's the guy that I'm taking to a bar fight. I would have taken Kyoto in the past, but let's be honest, Kyoto would have been thrown out before anything important happened, as is the Ramel Kyoto way. He also probably would have stolen all my friends and become a cancer with all my relationships, like he was in the locker room. But Kiki's the boy I'm taking to a bar fight. Knock some people around. Knock some motherfuckers out. Uh, there's no transfer fee discussed. He was our first million-dollar uh, player, and he ended the season on the bench, which is a ton of money to watch the match. You could pay me. I mean, I pay to go watch the matches. He makes $1.2 million a year to watch the matches. That's also one-fifth of our payroll. One-fifth. That's 20%. At the way we spend, we could spend that $1.2 million on 17 new wingers. You know, it's a hard situation for me. I like him. I thought the first year did well. Last year there was a drop-off. But, you know, the transfer market has him valued at $825,000. I do not think he's worth that much. I think the transfer market inflates the numbers. I think they take the contract into account, and his contract does not reflect the output on the field. So Corona is also valued at Joe Corona. Joe Corona, you know, he's one person, didn't want to go to Austin. 
Uh, they have him valued at $1.1 million, which I don't understand that. You know, he's a former men's team player. He's 30 years old. He was a spot player for the LA Galaxy. I don't trust the transfer market numbers that I read online. I don't trust a lot of things I read online. That's why I read multiple things. But the one that gets me excited, you know, gives me a semi, gets me hard in the pants. Fafa, Pica, or Fefe? Fafa? Uh, either way, he definitely uh, helped me celebrate Man Crush Monday most recently. 29, comes from Dallas. Fuck Dallas, okay? We paid $275,000 for him. That's important and concerning because Dallas paid $300,000 for him. So they took a $25,000 loss on a player and then sold him to their in-state rivals. So his market value apparently is between six hundred and dollars and $700,000. Last year he had 20 matches, three goals, one assist. It's not great. That's not fantastic. That's not exactly what we're looking for. It's not. It's not. We uh, are expecting our wingers to track back to play offense and to create in the final third. You know, put the assist into the middle. Darwin was our, our number one creator last year. You know, I'm happy Dallas lost a player, them being our in-state rivals. They can eat dicks. Um, I haven't seen a contract length for Picault. But it looks like we're paying general allocation money over the course of two years. So I'm going to guess it's a two-year contract. Through 207 matches, he's got 36 goals, and I missed it. 20, 26 assists, 23 assists. Let me double-check this real quick. 207 matches, 36 goals. I don't know. A lot of assists. That's good. His career numbers aren't bad. Last year, though, not great. Where does he slot in? Where does he fit? You know, who we put on the left? We got Ramirez up front. We're probably going to have uh, Memo on the left or Memo. Maybe Picot. Okay, maybe a rotation. On the right, you're looking at Junqua, possibly, um, or this new guy, Tyler Pasher. Quintero uh, and Memo are both right-footed. They can go to the right. You can put Quintero in the middle to create, push forward. I, I worry, though, about where we're going to be. There's, it's a weird team. It's been a weird offseason. There's been spots that we need to shore up, like the back line. Nothing's happened. They're only getting older. We also have Bahamic, but he's young, and we don't know what he can do. We don't know. We've seen him in Argentina. We haven't seen him in the MLS. Um, but, you know, it's, there, there's been matches where we're winning. The last 15 minutes, we make changes. We sucked. Terrible. Bad at the end. We bottle it. We screw the pooch. We shoot our load early. There's no way to tell that, man. There's no way to say that because it, it's a shame. Because when after the restart, we beat KC 5-1, to one, whatever it was, we whooped their ass. And then we just petered out. Our, our season was like, you know, we, we pick a girl up at the bar. It's all hot and heavy. We're buying drinks. We get back to her place. We start making out. The clothes start coming off hard as a rock, hard as a rock. And then we get it in. Seven, eight pumps later, next thing you know, we're going soft. We're going soft. And we got to thumb it back in, you know, where you stick your thumb on it and you got to push it in. Next thing you know, we're trying to play pool with a rope. Okay, that was our season. Started hot and heavy. 
ended up not being able to finish. It's disappointing, which, trust me, I know. I've had it happen to me, both on the pitch and in the bedroom. But it's a new year that's coming up, so positivity. Got to be positive. Now, all over Facebook, Twitter, people are knocking ownership, and rightfully so. We have the lowest payroll in the MLS. We're in the fourth largest market. That doesn't add up. We've had chances to sign players from Mexico, like Chicharito. Chicharito would have helped fill the stadium. We didn't do it. Is that a permanent solution for us? Probably not. Would it be a quick influx of fans into BBVA? Absolutely. You know, pre-COVID, you go into BBVA, we're less than half full. It would be great to go there and watch a match where it's full. It's the best. That's what the atmosphere is for. That's what, we, that's what we want. You know, the last time I was there and it was packed and the Dynamo were on the pitch, it was versus the Sounders in the Western Conference Finals, and we got our asses handed to us. You can say the red card early on was to blame. Man, they were out of our league, okay? We had a great run to get there. We overplayed. We overachieved. U.S. Open Cup, we win the championship game, half full. I know they closed the top section of the stands, but either way, we're still half full. Um, they don't do anybody favors by not putting any cash out. This has been a, a very consistent strategy by ownership. Maybe De La Hoya needs to get back in the ring. Okay, Maybe he does. Ticket sales are down. I know that season ticket sales are down. I know that merchandise is down. It's not a good formula when we want to spend and nobody's going. Nobody's showing up. But we're not showing up because there's no players. You know, COVID starts to wind down. Round the curve. It's rounding the curve. They let 3,000 people back in. Okay? And we had to pay for the tickets. I still had season tickets I hadn't used. I much rather would have just used my matches on the season tickets and then put a balance on my card for next year. I'll pay you the $90. You know, but that's not what we did. So it was like spending money twice. I do think we'll be better this year. Let's be honest. We can't be any fucking worse. We finished last last year. Last place. There's no reason to be worse. We've gotten younger, kind of, technically, right? Some of the old guys are hanging around. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I am looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking to see Darwin, Darwin Quintero at the attacking midfielder. I am. Son of a bitch is creative. Nobody else on the team has that creativity. Memo might be second. We don't have that knock the ball past you, run 3,000 miles per hour guy like we did in Elis La Pantarita. Um, on the back, in the back, Sal Kiki. Who do you replace him with? Funmayor? He's as old as me. I mean, excuse me, Funmayor, who we hardly saw last year. Okay, he's young, he's got potential, but he, he's not in form. You got Cabrera. Cabrera got hurt quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, Minor Figueroa, he's as old as I am, you know, and it hurts me to get up in the morning because I'm fat and out of shape, but I can still see my pecker, so I ain't that fat yet. Up front on the wings, we're going to be solid. We need a backup striker or a starting striker or a rotation striker. The midfield, I think, will be okay. I like our left and right back. I like Lundquist. I do. I think he's got talent, uh, and he's relatively young. The right back, you got Pizama, and you have uh, Valentin. 
And uh, Bizama had some hype, you know, La Flecha. He's uh, the arrow, but uh, we hardly saw him. I am looking forward to the new year. Hopefully, other people are looking forward to it as well. It'll be nice when we can go to a stadium, you know, go across the street to the pub, get fucking shit-faced, shit-faced. Eat some bad food that we pay too much money for. Actually, the food's pretty good. Get pissed and then watch a lot of goals go in, right? Right? Go across the street, get a pub, put a few down, and cheer on our team, right? That's my manager. That's going to be an interesting year, to say the least. And we don't have, uh, I, don't, I don't follow, we don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. I don't watch American football. I'm a Jets fan. I, don't have, I haven't had a reason to watch since I was in my 20s. Okay? Texans are bad. The Astros were good, but they went out of the playoffs. You know, they cheated. I know you don't like to hear it, but they did. Well, other teams cheat. Yeah, other teams cheat, but uh, the Astros got caught red-handed. You know, so it's going to be uh, – oh, and then there's the Rockets, the James Harden saga. I'm glad he's gone. Fuck him. Go to Brooklyn. They're damn good in Brooklyn, though. Durant and Irving. Now we got the Dynamo. You know, they hit that, that little market with the people that enjoy soccer. They've been terrible for a while. Oh, no, we made the playoffs a few years ago. We did. We did make the playoffs a few years ago. Nothing since. We, are, we won the Open Cup, you know, as well. Right. And we were dog shit that season in the regular season. Uh, people are pissed at ownership, pissed at the club. Lately, we have been shit. But uh, on the plus side, we have a couple pieces of silverware, two league cups, open cup. That's more than some clubs have. As a Spurs fan, that's more than we've won since 2008. So I don't really want to hear it that much. Yeah, we suck. We eat all the dicks right now. But at some point, it's got to change, right? Maybe Fertitta takes over. You know, I'm a, I'm a glass half full guy, but I'm also honest. And I know that we live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world. But it will get better. I sure hope it does. And like I said, it, it fucking can't get worse. You know, I don't like parking the bus. We score a goal. We sit back. And you know, you know it's coming. We're winning. And the 70th minute hits. 60th minute hits. Boom, they score a goal. I don't know what it is. Is it because we press? I don't know. I'm not technical. I know if we press, we get tired. Uh, I kind of know what people are supposed to do. But this has been hard to watch. But, big but, I do trust Tab. I think he's got quality. I think he's a quality coach. He's been successful. Uh, I don't trust ownership. I think they're waiting to cash in and uh, move on. And I want someone with a lot of money, someone that wants to win. You know, we can do well. Huge market. On the same note, the stadium leaves a lot to be desired. It's hot as fuck. It's hotter than Satan's taint. That's how hot it is. Satan would come watch our games and be like, this is too hot for me. Um, if you sit on the east side, you bake in the sun, which is, is great if you have a tan, but if you're pasty and white like me, not fun. But guys, hey, yo, we got the Wi-Fi. We got the Wi-Fi, son. This way, when we're losing, you can check the scores of the other matches. Or 
when we're winning, you can see if we're moving up in the table or down in the table. It just seems like they're investing in the wrong areas. It's like if I'm trying to sell my house and I decide it's a good idea to put rims on my car and a brand new paint job, you know, with like the fire, the stripes, the fire down the sides, put it on my slab, and then I park it out front because I think that's why people are going to buy my house. They're like, oh, look at that car. It makes me want to buy the house as well. Uh, no, but I, I don't, what do I know? You know, I majored in PE. I majored in gym. So, guys, that's about it uh, for the first episode of the Houston Dynapod podcast. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a follow. Uh, rate us. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at HoustonDynapod at Yahoo.com with questions or whatever if you want to shoot the shit. Next week, we're going to have some other people on. Maybe be a little more entertaining. We'll see. No promises. Till then, take care and go Dynamo. Albert Delis is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again. 